0: Believe This, the podcast where we get to agree to disagree. Hey, Patty. What's up, Chris? (laughs) A lot of stuff is going on. Just turn on the TV. Oh, my God. Can you believe that this past weekend, I was called a misogynist and a sexist? Me. You. Me. I believe? can i
1: believe it where did it happen on x Formerly known as twitter
0: it happened on yes. twitter i don't yes, know what I x can. is you can believe oh because it happened on twitter okay i got it mm-hmm. <laughs> yes Now, no just to be believe. clear just to be clear before we get into this i am not talking about this to defend myself i don't feel the need to i'm talking about this because of the topic of why it, ha- why it was uh, being called fem- uh, sexist and called misogynist. I wrote a tweet going into the Super Bowl. Now, you know me. I, I like most rational human beings with a brain, have a negative feeling towards MAGA. No matter how much I want to try to make peace between two different people from two different sides, I think MAGA can be a little gross. So I like to have fun at- with them, and I like to go after them. But thus, I kind of felt my soul, and I typed out what I thought was nice. I didn't even at her, so I'm not looking for attention. I said, I'm going to paraphrase because I don't have it right in front of me, which I should. It's my tweet. I should have it. But His tweet, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you have it?
1: Uh, no, but I'm going to look it up while you, while you tell the audience.
0: Well, I'm, I'm probably going to nail it because I wrote it, so it's going to be in my head. But I, I wrote something to the effect of, I'm a little bit of an older guy, so I never really paid attention to Taylor Swift. But in recent years, now that I look a little closer, seeing who she really is, I think she's hotter than any MAGA I've ever seen. Now, this got, honestly, this got overwhelmingly, it's one of my best responsive tweets I've gotten since being on on Twitter. But there's a few. And how long long has that been? How years, long have you
1: been on ten or Twitter? ten or
0: twelve years? Oh wow, ten. A little bit before, a little bit before the whole 2016 thing, thing. But the um, but it was mo- overwhelmingly positive. But there were a few people, people who would think, if they wanted to have fun, expensive maga. Not everybody wants that fun, expensive maga, especially if it's going to be something sexist or or gross or wrong. Decided to say that was sexist i've got responses to the effect of you know how about she's a sweet girl who makes a lot of good choices and is a good person does good things for people why focus on a woman's looks and fit, and put pit women against each other but the thing is i never once in this post said anything about anyone's appearance what did you so say exactly I said, oh, I'll say it again. You still can't find it. No, I'm still I said, I'm a little bit of an older guy, so I never really paid attention to Sarah Taylor Swift.
1: However, Taylor
0: Swift. Taylor Swift. But looking back, oh no, no, now that I look a little closer, seeing who she really is, I think she's hotter than any maga woman I've ever seen. What I'm saying is, maga women are ugly inside not talking about that or appearance and most people pick that up how would you have read that patty being someone who's not really someone who focuses on mago versus not MAGA, you know you're a little bit more not really paying attention to that stuff how would you take a tweet like that
1: well i i you can't live your i can't live my life like oh are you a republican i'm not going to talk to you right, you are right. super liberal i'm not going to talk to you i just i don't you know politics is and and people's affiliation to politics shouldn't, like, be the um deciding factor of whether you can have a conversation with someone. But your tweet said exactly. I'm going to be completely honest with yes. you. I'm an older guy. Never have thought about Taylor Swift too much. Now that I look a bit closer and seeing who she is... She's hotter than every MAGA Republican woman I've ever seen. That's right. Every MAGA Republican woman I've seen. I've seen every ma- um I kind of insulted at that actually if you you are. Yeah, I would be. You why? you Why 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 would you say that she was hotter than every MAGA woman you've ever seen or have seen? Because What 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 was your uh, uh, deciding factor? What were your. Uh... She's a decent human being. That's basically the crux of it. But you didn't say that you said that's she's exactly hotter. what I said. No, no, no. Why no. did I say
0: that?
1: Now that I look a bit closer and seeing who she is, she's not seeing what she looks everybody. like, seeing who she is. But then why did you say hotter, hotter than every MAGA Republican woman I've seen? So you, you. Yeah,
0: it's a a bit of a play on words. She's hotter. I I would be more attracted to Taylor Swift. Not even, honestly, I I don't want to talk about her looks, right? But but even though I probably don't find her to be my type, I would find her hotter than a supermodel who was hardcore MAGA, ultra MAGA she's hotter just because the person she is personality is everything who you are is everything yeah people some people look more pleasing to the eye than others this isn't about that at all and i think that's very clear in my post that it's not about looks not about looks I'm it's to about see what some. type of human being you are very clear <clears throat>
1: Uh, someone wrote, I disagree. Have you seen Marsh or Blackburn lately?
0: A lot of people ran with it, right? I can't control those people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, two people had some fun with it, but um ha- it, look, 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 here's Kellyanne Conway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> the part of back bringing this, this up, one, Christine. Christine P wrote, "How about smart? Has integrity? Is honest? She was successful, the one that kicked off. Kinder. Why reduce anyone, especially a person of her caliber, to appearance and how she pleases you? And stop putting women against each other. It's not that flex you think. It's not the flex, the flex you think it is. You think it is.
0: Yeah, I feel like that was not. I don't. I feel like she's not a true feminist. I think she wrote that post." To stir trouble. It didn't work very well. But I think that was the purpose of that post.
1: Is she a political
0: person? Is Christine P? She appears to be anti maga She appears to be lefty. She appears to be all things anti-Trump. But like, here's the thing. In, in the event she might be sincere. And you say you, you, you thought you might take it kind of personal yourself. Or, or take exception to it. I think there is a problem. With how we sometimes. Well, Dave said, can you be any more shallow? <laughs> uh, yeah, I could be lots more shallow, of course. Anyone could be more shallow than that. It wasn't shallow. Okay, so let's take yourself out of, let's take the tweet itself, the post itself out of, as it stands, knowing me the way you know me, do you think that I would be a sexist or misogynistic person, at least actively? Um, I I don't think you're
1: misogynistic. Uh, I think that you can be um, a little close-minded.
0: Well, I, I I could say the same about you, Miss uh, Miss Patty Ray. What are you talking about? You're you're perfect. I'm not, not perfect, <laughs> but at least I'm a little more,
1: I think, a little more open to all sides. No, um, well,
0: well, no, uh, you, there's a difference. There's a difference between being open. To I all definitely
1: sides. wouldn't out, um, I wouldn't compare like a Democrat to, to a Republican and saying that um, yeah, this one is so oh, far yeah. better off than this other person just because of their political affiliation well
0: if you want to peel the onion back because we're getting way away from the point of me bringing this up but if you want to peel the onion back that far let's just say this i think there's a distinction between republicans and MAGA republicans there's a distinction oh, so between I republicans see. and you're, MAGA you're republicans. talking
1: about the trumpers the, the make trumpers yeah afraid. when
0: you say MAGA, it's always the trumpers gotcha i don't All know I any mean... magas who aren't trumpers none that i'm aware of if there are some and i'm I'm miscategorizing somehow i apologize but that that's what i mean so here's my problem here's the issue i want to take now that we're uh like eight minutes into this <laughs> the issue i want to take i don't even know how far we are into this but but regardless of how you want to take it i think there's a problem and we've alluded to this when we talked about wokeism because you believe there's wokeism you believe wokeism is an issue where they uh, in a negative connotation where people try to over police each other, right? Over, you know, you're you said the wrong thing, you're canceled, or something like that. I don't mm-hmm, believe in mm-hmm. it using it that way. I don't like how cancelled used, I don't like how woke is used, but the idea behind it does exist that people overplay their hand. It is people going against somebody who's saying something with the best of intentions. Saying something kind about another human being and making it into some debate mm-hmm. about sexism or misogyny when that wasn't even the point, that is mm-hmm. what turns a lot of people towards something like being a Trumper or a MAGA because oh well, fuck you, bitch, is how people would say. And you know what? I don't care about feminism. Feminism's fake. You know how I know? these women keep coming at me for saying sexist things when i know i'm not sexist and that's the mindset now i'm not saying that's okay it's not okay to just go okay well somebody was mean to me so now i gotta change how i think and be a terrible person but that's what happens that's what happens sometimes you gotta let people just be exactly um but you chose to
1: you could have just said She's looking at her closely. She's hotter than I thought she was originally or, but you compared her and by comparing her, you also disparaged a whole group of women. A group of
0: very ugly women, very evil, Mm -hmm. horrible, ugly women. And I'm not talking about appearance. I'm talking about who they are, who they are as a person. How I do you know those they're people. all horrible, and, 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 evil, and, and, ugly and, and, people on the and inside? And we talk all the time. We talk all the time about basically the, the, the mission statement of this podcast, good faith arguments, good faith debates, good yes. faith. When somebody tells you that they're anti-MAGA, that they're completely blue, that they're completely lefties, and they say, don't pit woman against woman, you're being disingenuous. You're just trying to cause a fight. And you're probably not even what you say you are. It's the internet. Like you said, of course it happened on Twitter because people aren't who they say they are half the time. Okay. So there you have it. (laughs) I thought it was an interesting discussion. I'm, I'm I'm surprised that, that you think I'm sexist, but you know, I, I think that
1: you chose to, um, be incendiary
0: and you were. Incendiary because about it, how much I how positive I think of Taylor Swift. No, how that's supposed to probably never made before.
1: how you compared her to MAGA women and how unattractive they are.
0: Right. They're unattractive because they want children to not have their children books. They want kids not to grow up to be accepted for who they are. They want women to be able to not have abortions when they have a dead baby inside of them. Because they want to root for and vote for a man who rapes and is a freaking proven thief like Donald Trump. That's why they're ugly. They're ugly. I'll say it over and over again. They're ugly. I'll use the word ugly. And you can take it however the fuck you want. It has nothing to do with sexism or misogyny has to do with reality and you know what furthermore because I got told off for saying how dare you say what you're saying about me telling me I'm not a good advocate because I said this who do you think you're oh how dare you say how dare you to a woman if you're a woman and you act like a piece of shit a man even if he's a good decent gentleman should be able to tell you you're a piece of shit sorry that's how I feel and that's how he feels (laughs) (laughs) where do we go from there
1: (laughs) i'm not even gonna open that i didn't
0: mean i didn't mean to get so fired up about that but true it's it's true man sometimes we got to be able to be freaking human beings and that involves being slightly uncomfortable sometimes i'm sorry well there you go
1: talk about being uncomfortable what do you think about these AI-generated children that are victims of gun violence that are being used by their parents to go to to make a point about gun censorship and
0: stronger gun laws? Did you hear about that? I didn't have that? time. I didn't have time to look at that story. You brought it to me a little late. But catch me so, up. on what's, what's happening here. What is this?
1: So there are parents that were victims of gun violence. Their children were killed in some kind of gun, you know, like a Ovaldi um, mass shooting, who are using AI-generated versions of their children's voices to make a statement and to go to congress and to push for stronger gun laws and if you listen to some of them I'm, they're it's it's weird but it's like hi my name is um Ozzy was one of the kids that was a uh, a victim of the Ovaldi Uval- um, mass shooting, I used to, you know, I love this and I love that. And I hang out with dogs, but I don't do that anymore because I'm dead. And imagine all the things that I could have done and I could have lived and all the people and all the dogs I could have helped uh, if, you know, I were still alive. And so This one journalist from the Wall Street Journal named Joanna Stern actually interviewed two of the parents who are very proactive with this um, AI-generated mission, Manny and Patricia Oliver. Their son was killed in, uh, uh, I'm not sure if he was killed in um, a home, like someone had access to a gun and he was shot. By the other kid, that was one of the uh, parents that's also doing this. I don't know if they're the same parent, but um, so that the the journalist was so intrigued after she heard these AI generated voices, and she wanted to interview these parents, and she was like, "Why would you do that? Why don't you don't you think that's like creepy and weird?" And so the father said to her, you know what's creepy and weird? That these kids can come to a school and uh, take an automatic weapon and shoot up a whole school and kill children. Um, That's creepy and weird. And if me taking and using this opportunity to generate my child's voice to get gun laws, stricter gun laws enforced... If that's creepy and weird to you, good. That's the point.
0: Yeah, um no matter how creepy and weird it might be, I'm not going to fault people for trying to do everything they can uh um, merit the loss they've had to to make change and try to reach people. Here here's here's the thing is I, I don't believe making AI versions of their children to plea for help is comforting. I don't think it's cathartic in any way for him. I can't speak for him, but I can't imagine that it feels good. I feel like it's just torture on top of torture. And it is true. The, the 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 biggest crime here of this whole thing, the sickest thing of this whole thing is that they would feel the need to do this, to try to get someone's attention on this. Um, it's not going to work. And I'll tell you why, and it's pretty obvious why. It's how many children have died? How many children have died needlessly to gun violence? And how many times has Congress been approached on it and said nothing, did nothing to help? They don't care. They didn't care then. They don't care now. And the most painful self-abuse I can think these parents can do to themselves is go through this painful process to get this message to people who are still not going to care. That's the most terrible thing about this whole thing. This is not about parents being weird and creepy. It's not about the AI. It's it's just something needs to be done. And if it's, we must realize as citizens of this country who witnesses, I don't know these children, and it's easier not knowing these children. But I have what's called empathy, and I can imagine what these parents are going through because I have kids. You have kids. A lot of us have kids, and I can't even imagine it. I see Fred Guttenberg's uh, postings, and I can't imagine what him and his wife are going through. Who's All the Fred other parents. Pettenberg? He's got a thirteen-year-old girl who died in one of the shootings, and he's been a big, ad- a big advocate for gun control, and he's been trying his best. He's he's one of the people who's been more public. Um, I can't imagine and that these people have gone this far for this long, this many years, without taking a single action, a single interest in doing something to prevent this from it happened again at the parade for a Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl celebration. Yeah. If, if it's what... gotten this far, how do we as citizens need to be the ones who make the change because they're not going to? Vote them fucking out. Every single one of them. Vote them out.
1: Yeah, but what's 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 changed? Nothing has changed. I mean, why don't they want to change these this, laws? Is it because
0: of the NRA? Yeah, money, money, and um, the, the uh, two things, right? They're crazy, basically, so want to satisfy and keep happy, and money, money. They get so much money. They're so involved. Now, why can't the president do something about that? I'm not sure how far his power goes. Um, it's so weird because when you say the president can do something about it, we keep hearing this. The president can make, write an executive order for this. The president could write an executive order for that. Why isn't he writing an executive order? And this kind of started with, if, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I could be wrong. I think this whole executive order business kind of started with George W over the WMDs that he, that intelligence told us were in Iraq. And he sent, he started that war without, without really the approval of the United Nations, right? And without the approval of Senate and Congress, he just went ahead and went to war and said, screw it, I'm doing it anyway. And then Obama actually went ahead and did some executive orders. Trump did a ton of executive orders. And, and Biden's <laughs> done a few. I think we need to get out of the practice of of, of doing these exec- these executive orders because while we can do that and it can be used for good, it gets abused. It gets abused, and it kind of takes us out of. We've already rolled. We've already falling out of the rotation of what the 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 balance of power is supposed to be. The three branches of government do not work the way they're supposed to, and. That's not helping it. So, again, I don't know if he can write executive orders to to make such a a grand change, and I don't think he's going to want to do it in an election year, but we need something to happen. But it doesn't change the fact that Congress has had the power all along. Congress has had the power all along. Where's the bill? Where's the bill? Back when Democrats ran the Congress, they passed the bill and sent it up to the Senate. and The Senate rejected it. The Republican Senate rejected it. Now we got a Republican Congress. The bill never makes it to the Senate. Now that we have a Democratic Senate. It's just this just, just, just constant dance of politics. And at some point, if we're going to survive as a country, as a human race, our government needs to learn how to government again and stop politicking. We got a human we are humans. We need the human. I'm so tired of this shit. I'm so tired of shit. How it, it breaks my heart that they feel like they gotta make these AVI, these AV, uh, these AI. Sorry, I'm getting messed up here. These AI videos is it, so horrible. It's so horrible.
1: Yeah, it's it's heartbreaking. It's it's insane that we have to live through this over and over again, and that nothing is getting done. No there's no change um, there's no escape there's no guarantee that you can go to a a, a public event a football game a parade a supermarket a school a concert and not get shot a, a house party a, a club it's, it's no there's no place that's safe from gun violence at this point. And really, it's like the gun manufacturers don't care because they're making a profit. They're still making a profit. So who is profiting? Who is buying all these guns?
0: (laughs) They're preparing for the war, Patty. They're preparing (laughs) to defend themselves from from a, a, a government run amok. You gotta be ready. these people don't realize if you have an a r fifteen in your little home and a spot team comes to take you away, you're not gonna survive the gunfight. Sorry, you armed yourself. It didn't work. You're full <laughs> of shit. Half these people say they're 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 shrouded. I don't know why I had this weird image on my head. my head's getting all weird looking on the video <laughs> but, but this um oh. Were it disappeared. It was so weird. Shrouded in the armor of God. But they need a gun. Some guy was pictured in like a a Starbucks wearing a rocket launcher. What the fuck has happened to us? It's like the know. Wild West. It's the it Wild is, West.
1: It is the Wild but, West. But speaking of the Wild West. Oh. Do you think that the government has the right to take you from your home and quarantine you without just cause. Like this 213 rule in New York that the governor passed. It went to the courts. They tried to, you know, overturn it. And the the lower court overturned it, but then when it went to the appellate court, it, it got passed. It got reversed. Yeah. So basically they can come to your home and if they think you have some kind of contagious disease, they can put you in quarantine. They don't have to say how long. They don't even you don't even they don't even have to test you to prove that you have some kind of disease.
0: Well, I saw the video you sent me from the TikToker. I read the articles you sent me. Some of the sites you sent me are sites that are um, questionable. <laughs> they don't, they're not very... But uh, the dependable. law
1: is real. I sent you so You can you read the, the law, law and see
0: the statutes. So, so here's the thing that happens, right? Uh, often laws pass where there's a lot of ways that law can be abused. We've learned that over the last eight years as people try to abuse laws that have existed for centuries. Because it didn't say that. Because, you know, interpretation... So in this law, there's a lot of things that can happen that are used as a scare tactic. Because the people you look at the people who are saying it, it's a scare tactic. Oh my God, this governor is saying you can do this, you can do that, you can be taken from your home if you have the flu, or maybe you won't be sick at all. These are these are fear mongering things. The thing that the part that I might have a problem with where we might agree is even though the intention of the governor Maybe the intention of anybody in the po- the political spectrum of New York, maybe they don't intend to abuse that law, but the fact that that, bo- that law has loopholes that can be abused is a little bit concerning, and maybe the law needs to be amended in some way. I haven't read the full law, but I've read the up on it from different perspectives. I don't think it's going to be a big deal. I can see where people would be afraid, but I feel like there's a lot of fear-mongering going on. I feel like there's a lot of fear-mongering going on. You can say, you know, because you know what? Joe Biden can write an executive order that everybody who's got COVID can be rounded up on an island off the coast. <laughs> he can write that executive order. It'd be insane and authoritarian. He's likely not gonna do it. So, but but people will fear monger or something like that. I just don't think it's the concern that people are making it out to be on these sources, but I understand why there would be a concern. But why
1: did she Passed this in 2022, after the whole high high uh, peak of COVID. This was passed last year. I mean, why do they need this law, this rule now, when there's no real threat of the coronavirus at this point, or contagious diseases that could threaten the public? I think that the timing is
0: suspicious to me i just i i don't see with the legitimate concern what, what is the reason for concern what are you afraid going to happen patty they could, What's the suspicion? To, What's the
1: suspicion? they
0: could just so you think the shouldn't... plan is they want to they're they're setting up they're setting up this opportunity to to be able to just sweep people away at will because of some reasons why do they need this rule why? I'm speculating, and that's all you can do, right? Unless you're sitting with, uh, with, with Governor Hochul in front of you talking about it. You don't really know, but I'm speculating. We've just went through a crazy-ass, unbelievable, worldwide epidemic. There's no reason to believe it won't happen again. Could happen in two years, could happen in 20, could happen in 100. There's no reason to think it's not going to happen again. This may be a way of setting us up to be able to handle it better when it happens. Now, whether it's the right way to handle it or not, that's an entirely different debate. Well, that's the debate that we're having. That That's
1: the debate. I mean, if there is another coronavirus or another version of the virus, say, speculating a year or two down the road and they just start pulling people from their homes because they say well you're going to be you're contagious and they don't have to prove that you're contagious and they don't have to tell you how long they're going to quarantine you for or what the
0: remedies are you wouldn't be worried about that Ooh, scary. No, I'm not worried about it. Everybody not. Like I'm not worried about the Patriot Act and people hearing our conversations on the phones because I'm not saying anything weird or stupid or dangerous that's going to get me in trouble.
1: Until you do. Until it happens to you.
0: Nah, I'm not. If my neighbor, if my neighbor, who I, I like all my neighbors, if my neighbor comes down with um, something really contagious, Something really bad. Let's say the plague. Leprosy. We've had a plague. We've had a plague in Florida recently. Let's leprosy. If, I, if Isn't my neighbor's a, a rampant in Miami now. I don't know if it's rampant, but it's there. It's there. Um if my neighbor gets the dark plague and decides, <laughs> you know what? I don't care. I'm going to work. I'm gonna go do yard work out front. I'm going to the store down the street. You can't stop me. Well, I would be grateful for a bill that makes it possible, a law that makes it possible for them to be stopped in quarantine until they're healthy enough to leave the house. I'd do everything I could to help them, but I don't want them getting the entire block sick, and then the entire city sick, and then the entire state sick, and then the entire world sick. I don't want that. So there might be a practical application for that. I, I'm not the one that makes this kind of decisions. I just think I think it's only a topic right now because people are finding reasons to fear monger. I right. really so you do think they're overreacting. I think they're overreacting. Don't get me wrong. I don't like that. Some of these laws have so such open spaces for things to be abused, because guess what? That was a Democrat that made that law. In two years, maybe we'll have a Republican in that same seat that can abuse that law. So it's not like oh, then, then it policy. would be a then it would be a problem. No, I'm saying we need to be a, if it was a problem. If I thought it was a problem, I'd be more worried about it, I'm not worried about it. If as a Republican, officer, I also still won't be worried about he it. Also he also don't start live using in and in, in New York. New York? No, I live in Florida, which is so much better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're gonna start rounding you guys up, you liberals. It's contagious, I, you know, and they're just you know, gonna I, put you in quarantines and leave you there for until you're free of your illness <laughs>
0: can i tell you can i tell you some fear-mongering i'm gonna put some fear-mongering out there of my own patty because i am scared i am scared i just saw a video so so this is this is being recorded on friday night before monday when you hear this um was it alexander how do you say his name Navalny, the biggest critic of putin Who was poisoned. Oh, the one that died in jail? He died in jail today, uh, probably murdered by Putin's people in jail. He probably got tired of of beating on him and just put him out.
1: How we survived.
0: People were going to put flowers on the graves of people who resisted against Putin and being arrested today on the spot in Russia. Being arrested for paying respects to the dead. Because they're paying respects to people who are critics and enemies of Putin. If we're not careful. This could be us. I think it's an important message. This could be us. I I can see a world where. Because Twitter. And every other social media f- fingerprint we put out there. and We put plenty out there on ourselves. They can track us to where we live. You know, each and every one of our addresses, our names, our jobs, probably what we ate for breakfast and what last time we pooped. They can pick out any one of us they want and take us out if they don't like how we talked about them on social media.
1: That's right. I'm scared. I'm scared. That's scary.
0: Well, that's
1: the beginning of the – it's not that far from being – put away for quarantine for a disease you might not even have. You might not be sick. What if we never see you again? Where are they going to put you? I mean, that's scary too. I mean, we're living in very uncertain times and every little joy that you can get out of your life, out of your family, out of a friendship, out of you know being kind, out of being compassionate, out of being a good neighbor, do it. Because who the hell knows where we're going to end up. This is a really really dark time. I'm sure there, you know, every century we have our own human like catastrophes and things that befall us and illnesses and everything, but this this is really disheartening. I think we're living in we some can, really we can,
0: we can we can do this ourselves. We can make this better and keep it from happening. We can prevent it. I know I sound like an agent, like somebody being paid by the republic, by the, by the Democratic National Convention, to talk you <laughs> out of voting for Republicans. That's not what it is. We're in real danger here. We're in a real dangerous territory here. Uh, the, the term "unprecedented times" has become blasé at this point. <laughs> we have unprecedented has become precedented. <laughs> yes, thank you. You're yeah, I just want to say this though put a positive spin on it because we need to be more positive too sometimes honestly one thing that gets me through the day and every day and gets me through the week and the month and the year we faced these dangers before before we were all born even patty sorry Patty, (laughs) we faced these challenges before hundreds of years ago and hundreds of years before that mankind humanity in the united states of america We've made it every time we can't depend on the fact that we keep doing it to do it. We have to be active, but we can make it this time too. I have no doubt.
1: I'm glad that you have faith in the human race because sometimes <laughs> it's yeah. hard to see the positive, but I feel, you. I do. I do believe in, the, in the way to make a difference is to start with yourself, start in your home, start with teaching your children how to be good human beings and have good ethics and good, you know, just good morals and be kind. Be kind. There we go. Be kind. I love it. Please rewind.
0: (laughs) You got got some Uh. 20 year olds out there going, what is that?
1: (laughs) I know. Be kind and rewind. These to be videotapes. You have to rewind them before you return them to the vi- to the video store. <laughs> That's right. You got, got so fined. So that the for clerk it. didn't have to do all the
0: rewinding. We got fined for that. Yeah.
1: Uh, all right, kids. I think um that sums it up for today. Be kind. Be out. Be a good neighbor. Be a good person.
0: <laughs> Stay firm, is there?
1: and uh don't get insulted if you're not as hot as taylor swift we can't all be Taylor.
0: damn mike trump look look at you you going after other women (laughs) (laughs) well it's been fun patty it has
1: signing out patricia ray humanitarian healer podcaster painter youtuber podcaster
0: sometimes actress (laughs) and i was here too and and i'm not sexist not all the time bye guys bye believe this 23 on twitter bt pod for you on gmail